Kind of, sort of. Right now, we're cash backing on everything we need for the holidays with Chase Freedom Unlimited. I got some ornaments and lights. Tis the season to cash back. And lots of wrapping paper. Maybe you're cash backing on a present bought for me? Uh, about that. I know. I know you're kidding. Am I? How do you cash back? Learn more at ChaseFreedom.com. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. Uh-huh. Yeah, marvelous. Okay. Yeah, uh. I'm on my Frank Lucas shit. Three-piece suits, Valentino cufflinks, LV shoes. I bring the shorty closer, just enough to fill the gun on the holster. Out on the balcony, filling on the breeze. City skylines, we're puffing on some trees. Cup of honey on the rocks with the soda. Made back, front of the building with the chauffeur. And he waiting on me, got a bullet in his hands and my name in the seats. No gift, baby, no thanks, no chinchillas, baby. So what happened to Frank? No phone calls, transactions hand in hand. Give the drugs to Rick, the money to Benny Banks. Talk to crazy, he talks to me. Keep my business out the streets, it's the ARC. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Rick H. You know that by now, 40 episodes in, blah, 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 blah. Chris Boogie's here. I'm still here. Surprisingly. He's here. That's why motherfucker with the polo hat on is Benny Banks. I'm here. I'm in the building. Yo, what's up? It's me. <laughs> I, like that. I, like that. I like that intro. I like that. That was extra. Special. That was a little extra. Had a and little I'm joined by not just makeup, beauty, everything. fashion, everything. The whole shebang. He's, he's he knows all about that. TV personality, whatever that means. He's My show. favorite character on Love and Hip Hop. So person. thank you, thank Crazy's main dog, because he loves him. And Crazy was the one. I was like, we need to get him on the meeting. Him. Yeah. We need to come. And me and John to share a birthday, so happy birthday to us, 35 years, motherfuckers, take that shit. Jonathan Fernandez! Thank you. I'm actually so excited to be here, like... Are you really, like, we're a no, small little No, no, I'm not even kidding. Like, for one, you guys drink. Okay. So already, I was like, <laughs> sign me up. For two, you guys are Dominican, Let's so go. it's like... Yeah. And, and for three, sidebar... So we're at the Monkey Room in Washington Heights. Okay. And when I was 19, I used to, I hope the owner's not uh, anywhere here. <laughs> no, so when I was 19, they used to have a gay night here on Wednesdays. Oh, I didn't know and that. And they used to sneak in here with a fake ID. Hey. And at 1 a.m., like a pumpkin, run down for Washington before my mom, who's sitting right there, would wake up <laughs> and realize that her little homosexual son was not home. So mom. Yeah. So I'm like, it's like a full circle moment. Yeah. <laughs> mom, did, did you know that that was going on she had no idea she said she's not Wait, a yes mom, mom is not a yes mom is not a yes shut up shout out to mom by the way she's yeah, shout, out to mom. shout out to all the supportive moms who have different what? ass kids oh, and are standing right by the side shout out to Jalissa and Giovanni as well Zero eight. and god Giovanni. moms too yes and god moms too so, my brother, she said Godmom, but my baby brother, he's going to be a world-renowned famous actor. Yes, he is! Yes, he is! Because he's, he's a triple threat. My little brother can actually sing. Like, I swear to God. I'm not, not because he's my brother. He's, like, I've been to his performances. He's a star. He's, he's, uh, he's, he's 
he, th- he likes he wants to be like a Broadway star. Oh, that's so dancer and he's a performer. He's that's gonna, so he'll be there. He was a hundred thousand percent supported growing up. So yeah. Oh, that's so quick story. My brother was twelve years old when he came out. Um, and Very for scary. a twelve-year-old person to identify and know what he is and who he is, uh, I got a phone call from my mom. Really, my sister, not my mom. Sorry, my sister. <laughs> the same time she was in the other room because my brother went from the living room. He went into the room and he told my mom, "Mom, I know who I am. This is who I am." And he told my sister was in the other room. Like, um, Ariane just told mommy. Um, you guys might want to speak to him. Wow. And then my mom texted me and called me. I called my brother. So I was like, listen, you are who you are. No matter what happens, we right. love you and support you. Somebody says something different. Let me know. I'll slap the shit out of him. That's exactly. Uh, that's a good, good brother answer. Oh, yeah. and, and after that, every time I say hi to him, I give him a nice big kiss in the cheek and I squeeze the shit out of him. Just so he knows that, like. Okay, it's not because okay. of even no, though no. he's bigger than both of them. No, he, he's the biggest little brother you've ever seen. Not, no, not consent I, though is a big issue there for me. Why? In the cheek? You know what I'm saying? You said you squeezed him. You didn't. You didn't ask him if you want to be squeezed. Whoa, bro! You know what I'm saying? Oh, I mean, if I did you know it, let me know. You know, if you know there's a problem, let me. I just, I just did it because, um, I just feel that in my family, um. For him, at that, my family likes to be very, uh, and I'm taking this Jonathan. This yeah, I was gonna say that. No, my fa- no, but my family, <laughs> I like it though. My family's you know. like really like they don't like if if I have an issue no, or a problem, I will never tell anybody else. You know, I try to internalize that shit. That's a Dominican so, thing though. It's not hell a yeah. That's so for so my twelve-year-old brother to know who he was at that point in time, um, and I told him this like, I, you have bigger balls than me and Benny. Because uh, you did something that uh, even not just us, like other people are very scared to do. Yeah, so right. definitely bigger, my brother. Definitely bigger boss than you. I would say it took me years. It took me years to even admit it to myself. Like, people, yeah, people ask me all the time. They're like, "When did you know you were gay?" But it's like, "When did you know you were straight?" Yeah. When did you know that you were attracted to women? For me. I always knew I was different. I didn't mm-hmm. know that I was gay, per se, because I wasn't a sexual child right. at all. I didn't explore into sexuality until I was a late teen. I was a late bloomer. Oh, right. But then growing up, I felt different. So I internalized that as right. low self-esteem. So Ooh. when I was attracted to a boy, right. what I would see it as is, oh my God, I want to look like him or I want to dress like him. Oh. So I would run home and like tell my mom, mom, I need to have a, a, a Columbia jacket and it has to be <laughs> purple on top and blue at the bottom. That's the one I want. And my mom was like, mijo, I don't know where the fuck to find it. I'm like, find it. <laughs> or like, I wanted the blue jazz board with like extra strings because that's yeah. what the boys that I liked at the yeah. time had. I didn't know that it was that I had crushes on them. It was just I felt like, well... Admiration. I don't, yes, assimilate to anybody in the school. I went to public school, PSO 73. Shout out to PSO 73. But no shout outs to the motherfuckers who... Oh, can I curse in here? Yeah. Yeah. To the motherfuckers who made my life a living hell. Disclaimer, Justin. Jonathan, you can do whatever you want on this show. Negative shout outs. So, you know, I was picked on all the time and... I used to really have crushes on these boys and I just internalized it as oh he's so cool or he's so fly or I want to be like him or I want to look like him mm-hmm. and it That's led crazy. to me like getting plastic surgery and all kinds of shit I'm sure we'll get into oh, yeah, but as a kid you know you don't know yeah. and I didn't know what being gay was I mean right. growing up my mom had gay friends she had a friend his name was Juanito and shout out to Juanito shout out yes. <laughs> he sounds like a he 
<laughs> you know why He's I passed that? away since, but oh. he was eccentric, and, and my mom always had eccentric people around us. She had a, a lesbian friend named um, Mima, and so yeah. I just knew that I could possibly live my life openly, right. but as a child, I didn't see it that way. Well, you know, God bless that we live in this time, yes. and you're able to do that, because... Yes. Earlier on, it was not. Oh it was God. not easy. Not at all. So not at all. Yo, let's let's all. I was gonna questions. ask questions. Ask but questions. Yes. Get you know, that, <laughs> none of those questions are even in there. So, yeah, okay. Who is Jonathan Fernandez? That's a very broad and. Uh, you were born here. Broad. I was. I was born here. My parents are both Dominican. Let's okay. go. Um, from Mocha. Hey, Woo! shout out to Mocha. Yes. Yeah. Hey, you're from Mocha. Hey, yeah, yeah. Yes. Really? <laughs> we might be related. We might be cousins. So we figured it out. Today. I can see it. Jonathan and I are brothers. I'm like the fat, funny brother. <laughs> he's he's like, so we're funny. twins. <laughs> yeah. He's like the handsome brother because we're born on the same day, same year, same everything. Same same June time frame. Same time frame. You say you were born the Madruga. I gotta double check with mommy. Yeah, I was born Wait, in Mount Sinai. Well, I know that. You were born in Washington. Heights. Born and raised in Washington. It's 178th, actually. Oh, you got something to see over here. Oh yeah. We grew up on 174. On 174? Where? Wadsworth. Wadsworth. The Nemo spot. So that's so. Trust me, I know far too well exactly where you're from. That's where it was. My grandfather was a super that building. Funny story. Okay, so you know how. You know how they say Dominicans took all the Jewish people and all the Italian people out of Washington Heights? Yeah, we did. Okay, so I'll tell you a quick story. There's a furrier. Her name is uh, Adrienne Landau. What's a furrier? Landau. First. Somebody who... Uh, she, is a, she's, she makes all those furs. So you see all the furs that, that Nicki Minaj wears and, 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 and Cardi B wears, the yellow... The yellow. This woman designs these fucking oh, furs. Shit. So my friend ends up getting a job as her creative director. Okay. So I go to a party with them. Just a backstory of loving, of, of fucking, what is it, Washington Heights. Sorry, mm-hmm. I'm drunk as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm talking to this lady, older Jewish lady. She's like, you know, living her best life with her cocktail. She's got to be 70. And we're talking. And she's like, where are you from? I said, oh, Washington Heights. She said, me too. I said, really? I'm thinking this loaded ass, older right. Jewish lady. Wow. She like, works with all the big stars. And she said, where did you grow up? And I said, oh, I grew up on a small little block called Cabrini Boulevard. It's Cabrini, but there's a small little Cabrini Boulevard that's just one block. And she said, what the fuck? Are you serious? (laughs) Me too. And I said, you're lying. You have got to be kidding me. I said, well, I lived on the last building, building nine. She said, oh my God, me too. (laughs) What the fuck? I said, wait a minute. What? I said, are you kidding me? I said, I lived on the top floor. We had a fire escape in our bedroom, and we used to look out. She said, is your apartment 5B? And I said, uh, yeah, that's where I grew up. She said, are you kidding me? She said, I lived wow. in that apartment till 1982. What the? And I said, you've got to be kidding me, because that is the year that my that's dad and my mom insane. moved in there. Let's go. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Getting Italians out of the house. That's a fucking crazy <laughs> story. <laughs> And our, our Jose, oh, Jose is also oh. from Cabrini Boulevard, which is insane. It just it happens to be I didn't plan that shit. Yo, that's crazy. The Cabrini, Boulevard? yes, he is. He just said. Oh, he just, oh. Were you listening? Don't, 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 Yes. All right, so back to your question. So who is Jonathan Fernandez? So Jonathan is 
Uh, that sounds ridiculous. Yeah. I am. I know, right? Um, <laughs> I we'll am. Say it in the third person. Oh, yeah, I like the third person one. I like it. I am a brother. I am okay. uh, a man. Okay. Okay. My mom, my father passed away when I was young. And when I came back home, my mom sat me on her lap and she said, you're the man of the family. You have sisters and you're surrounded by women and you are to make something of yourself. The man of the house takes care of the house. Okay. And so I always was cognizant of the fact I might be a different man, but I am a man. Sure. So Jonathan is a man, and Jonathan is a, a brother, a person who cares about people around him, and I'm a person who never wants to succeed if everybody around me can't succeed as well. That's cool. Wow. That's a good answer. How many siblings you got? Siblings? Oh, baby. Uh, my father was Rolling Stone, <laughs> so... <laughs> from my dad's side, it's six of us. From my mom's side, it's three of us. And I have a stepsister as well. That so is like you're definitely the Dominican if you start. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're Anytime you get asked how many siblings you have, dad. and it comes with a disclaimer, yeah. you're Dominican. Yeah. If your dad had like a secret family, it might be Dominican. And if you have I mean, 700 wait, hold on. No, we're not condoning that. Oh, fun. I am. Live your best yeah, life. Yeah. Fuck yeah. everybody. Fuck them. Okay. Yes. All right. If, but I'm just saying. Happy. Live yeah. your best life. Right? Yeah. Yes. I'm just saying. I have aunts and uncles who are way younger than me. My grandpa's <laughs> still getting it. Hold on. Yo. Yes. I say Tio and Tio to somebody who's probably 17. Yo. <laughs> True story. Hold on a second. So, it, it, my grandmother had 11 children. And I have a cousin who's older than his aunt. And yeah. they used to hang out together all the time. So, uh -huh. uh, it, it, I get it. It's understandable. That's what it it's is. Understandable. I'm just saying, it's, yeah. it, you might want to like stick to one woman if you can. That's the Dominican If that's not you, style. then that's no. not you. Papa. That's, that's not, not me. Okay. No. No. That's not, stick to that's, one woman. That's, that's not me at all. That's, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> or one man. Or one man and woman, if you That's want. Not one of each? One of each. Right. Like, I'm still trying to figure it out. That might not be bad. That might not be bad. That might not be bad. So He's you, also you gave us stuff. a little background on your life and family, which was the second question. Uh -huh. um, you obviously have sisters. Yes. Um, and how did you get into... I'm sorry, I said you obviously have sisters. I'm going to ask him about makeup. N not, makeup that has was, nothing to do see? with just women. I just put myself in the wrong box. Yeah. But no, how did you get to makeup and beauty products? Like, what got you into that? Like, that's, you know, that's, there's a, there's a lot of Did it have anything to do with your sisters? That's how you asked that question. Yeah. No, it didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just thinking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Because it did. Ask the question. Ask the question. Because hey, it did. So you're into so makeup and uh, beauty and beauty makeup. Um, did that have anything to do with the fact that you have sisters? <laughs> uh, yes. This episode of the Rick H Show is brought to you by McDonald's. The McRib is back now. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. The McRib, my favorite. But this is its farewell tour. <sighs> Say it in so This can't be farewell. Like a band that's had four farewell tours, we never know if this means it's gone for good. It's time to celebrate this iconic sandwich from its tangy barbecue sauce. Man, I love barbecue to its tart pickles. Don't forget to grab a napkin when you're eating the last McRib, whether it's to wipe your tears or the barbecue sauce. Enjoy every single saucy bite like it's your last McRib ever. The McRib farewell tour is happening now at McDonald's. McDonald's. I'm loving it. 
<laughs> in a sense. Oh. So growing up, do you guys remember Bob Ross, the guy? Who Hell yeah! Yeah! yeah. Right? Yo, remember shout out to Bob Ross. Shout yeah. out to Bob Ross. And he would paint little birds and fucking corny Bobby little uh, <laughs> fucking. So I used to paint as a little kid. My thing was painting oh. landscapes, and wow. my mom was obsessed with these little paintings that I would make, or I would yeah. redecorate the house. My mom would go to work and come back and. I would literally Mom's in the building She's In the 90s in, so. It was a big thing To do like What was called Technica On the walls So my mom would go to work And come back And the whole house Would be like Pink With like All these sponge paintings Everywhere Oh yeah And I was like Okay <laughs> The sala looks nice The comedor looks nice The bathroom needs A lot of work <laughs> So anyhow, so I was trying to find a way to channel all of that because I was so into art, so into right. painting, into a career. Okay. My stepsister, Sigri, was always obsessed with makeup. So my mom's gift to her right. was always those gifts. You know when you go to Macy's and Christmas, there's always these big boxes yeah. from Estee Lauder with like right. lipstick and this and that and all the bullshit. So every Christmas, my mom would give my sister this. Right. And so I'm like, well, bitch, I paint, so let me paint your face <laughs> with this shit. Hey. And so unbeknownst to my mom, when my mom would leave to work, I would he put on... the word unbeknownst. Like, yes. <laughs> So my mom had glitter heels. It was Ooh. the 80s and the 90s. So my mom had glitter heels. I would go in her closet. I would put the glitter heels on and, <laughs> and rub my feet together to watch the fucking glitter sprinkle everywhere. And I would do my sister's makeup hey. with this makeup. And I was like, oh, actually, I'm really good at this. So then when I got to high school, Hold I on, hated one it. One second, one second. Do you still use the glitter from the heels and put it in the makeup? I didn't, but my... Homosexuality made me enjoy the sprinkling glitter, glitter all over the house. <laughs> yeah. And my mom would come home right? and find the glitter sprinkled everywhere. She's yeah. like, But it was on my taco? Why is where's this is from my heels? And I'm like, It was jazz. <laughs> Meanwhile, my sister was a tomboy, but I would blame her. Yo, the glitter was just to set the mood, bro. It was yeah. set the mood. I, I just was like, We're having a whole moment. And my grandmother didn't know. She was listening to like Christian hymns and right. La Limitum Cristiana. She didn't know what was going on. So we were in the back of the house playing games, and so when I was in high school, I had a terrible time. I went to a Catholic high school. I was like, I wait, 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 shout them out. Which one? Let's throw them under the bus. Who? Because I went to one. Which Which one did you go to? Say Agnes, but I will say they were great to me. Okay. Nah, really fuck good. them. I went to Ohio. So. <laughs> oh, no. Say <laughs> Agnes was great. They knew I was different. I joined my first ten percent club. I met mad gay people there, wow. but I was like, this isn't for me. So I came home and I told my mom, I was like, listen. This shit is not for me. I get conventional fucking education. I'm not encouraging anybody to drop out. My story is an isolated story. But for me, I knew what I needed at that moment because I was severely depressed. I said, I have to get out of there, mom. And my mom said, this is against everything that I believe in, but I'm not going to turn my back on you. You have one year. You have one year. I'm letting you sign up to beauty school. If you can get that one job that you want, which was at uh, Avon Salon and, and Spa in the Trump Ooh. Tower on 57th Street. I was 15. What? I said, oh, no, bitch. I'm getting the job. <laughs> she said, you got one year. Shout out to mom. Oh, she said, you got one year. And I did. And so in beauty school, I went to every single teacher who, who, who taught me. And I said, I need a letter, uh, a reference letter. Because I'm scared I'm not going to get the gig because I'm too young and because I'm Hispanic. It was all white people that used to work with mm. And I was like, I, but I need this job because they pay for college tuition. So the barter with my mom was that okay. I will get the job at Avon and I will go to college. Right. 
I never made it to college because I became super successful in my career. And my mom was like, well, now, bitch, you're making more money than all your cousins <laughs> that are in college, so you did a good thing. Hell yeah. You knew you was never going to do that shit. You knew you was Can gonna I ask Mom like, one question? Mom. <laughs> you didn't be on the camera. So were, were you, at that point in time, like, it takes a lot for a mother to give that like space that belief, to their like son, that, that belief. Yeah. So at now that you know who Jonathan is, what, back then, were you, do you think this would happen? I was You did. Yeah. Oh. yeah, you did. I, I, we had that conversation when he was like 50. Yeah. Wow. I, I believe in him. Yeah. So, Damn. Wow. Mom said. She did. She's not mic'd up. She's not mic'd up and there's no mic around. She said, I always believed in him. And then we had that conversation at 15. But for a mom to give a 15-year-old. Yeah. That freedom, yeah. because she believed that she knew that yeah. who he knew who he knew that he knew that that's came, what he wanted. It came from yeah. bullying too. Like I was bullied my whole life. I was bullied in, in PS one seventy three. Then when I went to Catholic school, the bullying was a little bit different, but it was still I felt less than. And then in high school, there was bullying. So my mom saw bullying for me my whole life, and right. she figured. If this is the only thing that's... She was always concerned with me being like suicidal or something like that. She used to ask me all the time, yeah. are you ever going to harm yourself? Do you think about that? And I'm like, mom, no, I love my life. I just want people to love me. Right. So, so you mentioned bullying. Let me ask you something that was in the news. So a young man in the Bronx, he was being bullied by another guy. Mm -hmm. um, and he ended up stabbing that young kid. Good for he him. He was just indicted. Yeah, man, that's crazy. He was. Yes. He was just indicted. For it's a really out. long time, manslaughter. Like, um, and the mom was on the. I mean, well, he, he <coughs> understand the other side. That's what. Yeah. We're Listen, so I've seen. I, ID channel is my jam. That is what I watch when I'm bored, and I listen to criminal podcasts. I see so many white people get away with murder, literally murder, because they plead temporary insanity. If you have never been the product or the victim of bullying, you do not understand what that does to the human psyche. When people watch me on reality TV, break and spaz all the time and they well, want to judge me, you you've there, never so. sat and, and, and known what it feels like to deal with literally a whole entire decade of right. people telling you this is what's wrong with you this is why you're shit. fucked up right. this is why you ain't shit so the moment that you realize no y'all niggas ain't shit you snap Hell and yeah. so that boy does not deserve to be incarcerated I will say he maybe he needs to get some psychiatric evaluation yeah, but yeah. I see white people get away with murder all the time and plead temporary insanity that boy had a psychotic break from all the years of abuse and for it is sure. not fair what's his name I don't know his name justice for hashtag that boy that, yeah. that, that bro justice so, for him period he was he was in he had a psychotic break due to what his previous experience were yeah, before yeah, that yeah. moment and it's not fair so let me ask you a, a question as a person you've been on that side would, yeah. is there something that you like a program or something you would come up with where someone who has been bullied or is in, a, in, in that space yeah. for them to come so you can tell them listen this is what happens and this is how you deal with it because i feel like that's the problem there's no real outreach for that mm -hmm. i mean well luckily now there is 
so there's so many hotlines that it, it obviously people are bullied for being part of a marginalized group mm -hmm. so people are bullied for being um uh, schizophrenic or people are bullied yeah. for being autistic or being gay or being whatever now every every subgroup has a, a hotline or something i would system. beg anybody who is out there being bullied and this is very serious for sure to before you consider harming yourself or harming somebody else do your homework the internet is a bountiful place and you can find anything that you need to know there is i promise you somebody out there who's going through the same thing that you are and the very moment that you feel like you belong to a community all those negative thoughts will dissipate yep. I, I i hated the world for so long and i hated so many people I, I even hated family members and once i realized i'm not alone and there's a big community that i'm a part of i said oh i'm not a i'm not only a part of this community i want to be a leader in this community Ooh. and so, it will change your life Word. So, <laughs> and Guy Ray, if you're watching this, bitch, I remember you. Yeah. <laughs> Look yeah. at me now, bitch. Yeah, Look at bitch. you. Yeah, yeah Guy Ray. <laughs> so, I actually, um, there is a, the voice of hotline for um, transgender people who are thinking of yes. committing suicide. It mm -hmm. just went up. Um, yeah, sure. Finally, you, about time. Yes. Yes. I'll put it up on our, on our on our page, but um, yeah. I saw that you put it up as well, and a I couple did. people. And that. you can see it on my page as well. At I'm so Jonathan. If, like I said, I I put these pages up all the time, not mm -hmm. to put a cloud over this. We're gonna have a drinking game, by yeah, the way. Yeah, we are. We will be having a drinking, and we're gonna lighten the mood. Okay. But if there is anybody watching this who has contemplated hurting themselves or hurting somebody else. Know that you're not alone, and I know your pain, and it is better to come out a victor than a victim. Thank you. So, no, this is exactly what we want. Yeah, we needed yeah, we someone. Wanted, we, wanted, we, needed we wanted this. We wanted, we wanted to go there. Yeah. We wanted to go there. But uh, I have family members that are in the makeup industry. I uh, actually have a question about that. Wait, are you wait, wearing wait. makeup right now? I am. You yeah. are. Yes. Yo, that, those are my questions for later. Hold on uh, a second. Let me get to that first. Damn, dude. You Jesus know what's the next? Christ. I need to come back and I need to give you all like makeup like makeover. makeover. I need to do, put makeup on the straight man. Makeup on the straight man sounds like the jam. I'm down. So I, I, I've been waiting to, I'm waiting to learn how to contour. I'm down with it, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, I'm ready for it, honestly. Even, bro. I gotta get my... So my cousin who's a makeup artist, she lives in... I what you do with those big eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, Rick needs, like, something. Hey, listen. Rick needs something like this. These are captivating, baby. Okay. We can make this work. We got a potential smoky eye. Ooh. Hey. So my, I have, uh, actually, I have my sister's Ooh. best friend. Oh, can I get one too? <coughs> yes. Yeah. And uh, my cousin who lives in Providence, but she's, you know, she was going to change her flight to come over here just to meet you. She does makeup also as well. Oh, lit. So I have like four or five people that do makeup that wanted to be here to just meet you. Okay. Just to let you know the following. That you, plus, I had to tell some people like, oh, it's limited space in the back. So, if you can come, get there. Well, I appreciate it. And there's a bunch of, there's a bunch of people that couldn't make it, and I, I'll, I'll fill you in. Funny story. Oh, Jonathan, 
uh, and oh. I go way back. And way back, from my childhood. Whoa. And uh -oh. Jonathan's always known that I've been a makeup aficionado. And Jonathan was the first person what? to believe in my makeup skills. Yes. What? And he got me an interview at Mac with Yes. Oh what? Yeah. Yo, I remember that. And he was networking. And she was one of the first people to hire me as a professional makeup artist from the high. Wait, hold on. Hey, hold on. I actually wait, did wait, my little on. sister's Sweet 16 makeup. Oh, shit. I did? Yeah. You did? Yeah. Wait, I didn't. Your yeah. goddaughter? I know. Yo. You did. You did. Uh, his sister, but my little sister, sister, sweet sixteen. You did. <laughs> I didn't know any of this. So <laughs> wow. I did. Wait, you what? Got my face. Are you? Yes. Dominicans will rally around their people. When I tell you, it is crazy. Obviously, I have people who support me from all different cultures or whatever. But all there's so many Dominicans around me, like. Erica and Julissa and Giovanni, there's so no, 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 make many. Her make her bring it, make her bring it. <laughs> Patty, come on, make her bring it. Come on. Wait, 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 But you know what? It's such a testament to like Dominican Americans, especially first generation and second generation Dominicans. Like when we see somebody on their way up, instead of shooting them down, we build them up. Hell yeah. And people ask me all the time, like, how did you, how did you, because I, I dropped, like I said, I dropped out of high school. I don't even have a GED. Wow. So when people see the things that I've done or the countries that I've visited, they're like, how did you do that before you were 30? And honestly, yes, a lot of people believe to be, but more than that, it was so many Dominicans around me rallying and, and boosting me up. Like them, they're all here, and we all grew up together. Ooh, it's so many faces in the room that saw me in diapers. Like, what, like, you know, we were in your house listening to Selena when Selena died, and it was so many. <laughs> seriously. So, I just, wait, hold on a second. He mentioned earlier he doesn't condone. The reason why we have certain guests on the show is to illustrate like okay you might not be conventional you can't go through college and you can't finish high school that does not mean you can you, you can't, can't you, you can't be successful you, right? yeah you still be you gotta find your niche your lane and do yeah. you okay. i want to talk a, a little bit about um my my favorite aspect of Jonathan. here we go um his role in the loving in the in the it should be like Emmy nominated Love and Hip Hop <laughs> I love that show. It was recently nominated. I saw for like a MTV award or something. For real? <laughs> but you know what? It was nominated for that I'm proud of what? a Glad Award. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How did you get involved with that? In the Glad Awards or the show? The show. No, the show. The show. Yeah. The show. All right. So what most people don't know is that. When Love and Hip Hop first started, I was a makeup artist for the show. Oh. So I was doing everybody's makeup. I was doing Chrissy and Jim Jones. I was doing Emily mm. B. I was doing Samaya. Wait, you mean I was Jim doing... Jones, the hardest dude in the room, was wearing makeup? No, he wasn't wearing makeup. Hold on now. I'm not trying to put that out there. But I, I made sure. Say, I love you, Jimmy. I made sure the men were not shiny. Let's say that. Okay. Okay. That's me. I'm um, really as fuck. But, yeah. you know, Olivia and all of them. And so when they introduced Yandy and Kimbella to the cast season two, I was already friends with Yandy because I had oh. been doing Missy Elliott's makeup. And Yandy used to co-manage Missy Elliott under Mona Scott Young. And so what most people don't know is I was behind the cameras for years. Wow. People think and love to say on social media that K. Michelle created me. K. Michelle is a singer. Some of you may know her. Most Come of on. you might not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, you know, you know. She got, she got a couple little things, but I'm Team Jonathan. I'm telling you right now, one person can claim they created me, and that's Miriam Lopez, Ooh. and the bitch is sitting right she there. Right there. <laughs> 
So anybody, Yo. anybody who wants to claim they created Jonathan, you've got heavy competition because she doesn't back down from a fight. Word. Word. That being said, any booty that wants so to be body, so <laughs> it was it was because you were the makeup. Uh, well, I, yeah. on IMDb it says you're credited for as years. the makeup artist yes. for the show. And so being a makeup artist on the show. You know, the, the crew on the show becomes really tight. It becomes mm -hmm. a big family. The producers all build a niche around the people who create the show. So do the cast members. For instance, I met Emily B on the show. Emily B is like Ooh. my sister. Her kids call me Theo. Wow. Literally, wow. we're like this. I mean, you're probably the only two Dominican on the show. No. Well, besides no, Theo. No, I'm not a Anais was Who? Anais? Who's that? Oh. oh. Right. <laughs> I'll go back to my original statement. I'll go back to my original statement. There's only two Dominicans on the show. Okay, okay. Emily okay. and Jonathan. He got it right. Okay. And Tahir was there for a little season. Okay, okay. So, you know, so being, being behind the scenes for so many years, the network got to know all of us. Mm -hmm. For years, back from like season three. But you like gold though. They should have put you on immediately. Well they so back in you season don't two take nobody back shit. in season two because they saw how close me and Emily were. Mm. They tried to do it. Back then I was heavier, I didn't feel sexy, I didn't feel confident. I used to laugh after every sentence. I just knew I wasn't gonna be good TV. So I said no. I was like, I don't wanna do this. They brought K Michelle onto Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Later on, she got her own show. They did a whole pilot. I was not involved in it. And when the network saw it, and when the producers saw it, they said, something's missing here. They, you're not vibing. They said, what about your makeup artist? We've known him for years. He's hysterical behind the scenes. Let's see what he does. Let's put him in front of the camera. Let's test him. It was a test. Ooh. And all of a sudden, they were like, oh, no, you're on the show. You're one of the main ones. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. TV gold, I said. TV gold. Thanks, Honestly, man. like I said, one of my favorite. Personalities. No, and he's not. I'm not fucking kidding. I swear. I mean, I we, I messaged Jonathan a long time ago, but Craze was one of the ones that was like, "This guy's a fucking Jonathan? star." Hey, it's Kevin Hart with my friend Catherine O'Hare. Tis I. And we're cash backing on our entire holiday gift list with Chase Freedom Unlimited. We are. How about cologne for Jack? You know what? That's cash backing, and it's in the air. Ooh, and I love this scarf for Barbara. And I love the cash backing. Ooh, focus on the giving, Kevin. And, and, one more on the list. Somebody named Ke Kev. Kevin? Yes! <laughs> How do you cash back? Learn more at ChaseFreedom.com. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. Like, I feel like... For sure. You know, the thing about it is this. For me, um, I'm a Dominican man. I see we have a lot of... Uh, we don't have a lot of representation that's not a stereotypical drug dealer from, you know, the high yeah. So I feel like just to see an, another type of Dominican yes. on the show, mm -hmm. and you're fucking hilarious. So I was like, yo. I well, the comedy good. part is just his person. <laughs> and uh, again, I don't think you have to do a screen before you leave. Oh, no. <laughs> <I'm screaming. laughs> Please. I got you. Yeah, I want you to scream at me. <laughs> so, I got you. Huh? Yo, you did. Okay, you did. so she is. She, she but my question is: besides love and hip hop, I, like, is there something like, is there a dream project you would like to do? I mean, away from the makeup, like, if somebody came to you with a television, like, Jonathan, I want to put X amount of dollars behind you, whatever network it is, wh um, what would you do with that? So, so the first time that I did love and hip hop, mm -hmm. 
two seasons ago. I, I, at the end of the season, I literally was in a moment where I was like, why did I do this? Like, the world thinks I'm crazy. The world thinks that I, all I do is scream <laughs> and that I'm dramatic. And that is a portion of me. That is a portion of me. That's very much the inner Tia Silvia that lives in me. Everybody has that one Tia that loses it. My Tia is Tia Silvia. Shout out Tia Silvia. Shout out to Tia Silvia. She lives inside of me and I didn't realize how much till I saw myself on reality TV. So at the end of the show, I was like, you know, why did I do this? The world thinks I'm fucking crazy. If they even asked me to come back, and they did. And so I was like, you know what? If I come back, I want to. Ratings would drop if they wouldn't have asked. You. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm be honest. Like, there's some, there's a little kind of doll personalities on. Mona, you need to do, you need to Yo, free up. I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah. They're saying it, not me. Yeah. <laughs> Cut them checks, Mona. But we need to re up on a cast. But I was like, you know what? If I want, if I come back, I want to have a purpose and I want to do something. And then I, I was like, why did you even start doing any of this? I was like, I want to have my own makeup line. Ooh. I'm into fragrance. I want to have my own fragrance Ooh. line. It was just are all these things, things. Those are all things that, all luckily for me, yes, Ooh. I at the time didn't have the capital to say launch a whole makeup line. It okay. costs like two hundred thousand dollars to come up with your own makeup line. Shit. Because of the show, while I'm sitting there wondering why did I do this, because of the exposure that it gave me, people reached out and said, listen, we want to put all this money behind you. You don't have to pay anything. You're the creative wow. director. You're the owner. Go with it. So I do have my own makeup line and Let's my go. own What's cosmetic your line What's coming up. What's your makeup line? They're both called, um, they're both under the franchise of Carnavo and Co. And what about Carnavo. the fragrance? Because uh, we took a picture earlier and you smell. It smelled great, yeah. So, just literally last week. (laughs) Thank you. He looks and smells phenomenal, it's true. I mean, but that's about my question. He's not the first man to tell me this, by the way. You know? We can do a scratch and sniff test, guys. I'll tell you where you can scratch them. <laughs> so he didn't scratch there, I promise. He didn't scratch. <laughs> We're totally going off topic. Where's the scratch. drinking game? Yo, let's start it. What do you, you want? Haven't even mentioned oh, but real quick, just to plug it. Okay, just to plug it, yes. So, okay, so my brand is called Calnavo and Co., which Calnavo okay. was the first woke Dominican, or actually inhabitant of the Española. We don't know if it was wow. Haitian or Dominican or whatever. Okay. But when Christopher Columbus landed on Española, he left. <laughs> 40 colonizers there, and Kaunawa was the first person to fight oppression and say, these people are here to take over our land. Fuck these motherfuckers. Let's kill all these motherfuckers. Killed all 40 of them with his wife, Ana Kaona. So all all the men fragrances are under Kaunawa. All the female fragrances are under Ana Kaona. Kaona. Now to the drinking game. Very nice. So, okay, one more. Can I? Can I? We need a drinking game. We have to. There's so much liquor. I can't. I can't go to Wait, sleep soundly I, knowing that we left liquor go to waste. I have three more questions before we get to the yes, drinking. Yes, three game. more questions. Lightning round. What is something about you? Hold on. What is something about you that people do not know from your television? Well, they know a lot about your life. TV, but what is something that you keep guarded and safe that you don't? Like, yeah, tell everybody. Are you a secret baseball player or a tennis player? Like, were you ever? Tell us something. Never. Oh, we can ask mom or something. You know. Never. The most athletic I ever was was in my all boys school. I said I don't play sports, so what can I do? Oh my god! But he I said cheer the boys on, and I was the only one <laughs> male cheerleader for two thousand boys. Woo! 
That's a point. I mean, like, by I, myself. I'm still gonna go back in. Give me something else that nobody knows something about that you. Nobody knows. That is very that, private. They wouldn't tell. Um, maybe, maybe some people know. Or you know, no, or you're a shy person, or you. You know what it is? I because because I'm a reality star and I'm so open. I'm more open than all the other reality stars on right. that same platform. Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel like anything about me, you guys know. His, that's in, true. his. That's true. So you that, guys know it. I don't keep anything Jonathan's a secret. Jonathan's stare is intense. Yeah, and he's looking at me. He's like. <laughs> my mom taught me that because my mom when I was a little His kid mom, said I'm like, oh, I was I'm very insecure growing up I was insecure so I wouldn't look people in their face and my mom sat me on her lap one time we used to be boliteros you know what the bolita is Racketeering, you, oh, you, yeah. oh yeah. that's what my whole family did. That's what I'm saying. Hey. And honey, she did her numbers. Look at her, she's gagging. She's gagging. She's gagging. This was back in the day. This is this theoretical. Back in the fucking day. This is many moons ago. Many moons ago. This is in theory. Listen, theoretically, there's a seven-year fucking. What is it? There's a seven-year limitation. So if you want to come find us, it's too late, bitch, because I was a kid. Yeah. She was done running her numbers, and I don't remember. It was a man sitting across from her. Allegedly. I was talking to him. Allegedly. And I wouldn't look him in the face, and my mom sat me on her lap, and she said, "When you talk to another man, you." have to look them in the face so they're never going to take you serious nah, and you're looking you're at liar. people's souls because you're looking at me so like, I yeah. was like oh well I don't want to be called a liar history. and so I look people in their face yeah man <laughs> who inspired you as far as like in life it doesn't have to be makeup because people I, that's just, I didn't want to ask any makeup questions because you're not a makeup artist you yeah. more than that and right? I think that you've proven that in the last couple of years for sure so who is someone that inspires you I'll give you three. Okay. First, it was a makeup artist named Kevin O'Conn. Yes! Okay. He is like, for all those who don't know makeup or who are venturing into makeup, research him, Google him. He was yes. amazing. He wrote up. the first books. Yes. Uh, two was my mom, because Ooh. she was always a single woman, a single Hispanic woman in America with not great English, and my mom always did the best that mom, she you, could. You, you're not she worked hard, and then my mom always some people are always like how are you so cultured if you're from washington heights but there wasn't a single rocketeer show on radio city that i didn't know of right. oh, like shit. i have pictures as a child sitting next to fucking celia cruz and and pedro rest in peace by the way rest in peace today today yes how many years Ooh. 16 so today is the exact which is wow you just brought her up that's crazy so rest in peace to her wow yeah so my mom was like you know what although we can only afford to live in washington heights i can also afford to give you the life of those who live out of washington heights and i want you to experience that so she was always a big motivation for me and my sister jasmine my sister jazz was like i've never seen nobody with that kind of tenacity as a human being. My sister got pregnant at 14. Okay. At 15, she gave birth. The way that my sister was uh, talked about in front of her face and walking through Washington Heights, you know how Dominican older ladies are. I niña, pero tan joven. And when I saw my sister always keep her head up and walk through the crowd and yeah, bitch, I made a mistake and I'm here and I'm gonna make the best of it. It happened. It inspired me. Yeah, it happened. It wasn't a mistake. Well, people like- It wasn't. My sister, you know, my sister was a young girl and, and girls at that age can, can, 
make decisions that they might later regret. But my sister made the best of it, and my sister gave her daughters the best life. Right. They have the best education, and I've never seen nobody work like that. So now I have to order a fresh beer. Jonathan wants to play it. Drink you it. sure you want? With a, yeah, Listen, we're gonna play it. I'm but a fan I, of the show. I'm a, I will say that I'm a fan of the show. I've never seen you guys this drunk before. Uh, yeah, the show. You guys are a little tossed up. I honestly, I want to say though, you guys are a little drunk. We're gonna, we're gonna. Well, we have, we asked the audience questions. Okay. But we'll play one round of this drinking game. We're playing two rounds. Can we? Can we do like a? We're playing two rounds. I can drink can any man like under the table. Can we do like a straight? Let me prove it. Wait, wait, what? So, can we do a version where the audience asks us the question and okay. then we have a drink? Okay, so we'll take so questions from the audience. audience. And what, what, so we're playing... Never have I ever. Never have I ever. He's out. He's I'm out. Already, I just, you know... Never so have I ever... Can I help? Yeah, go ahead. Alright, so look. Never have I ever is a game. You say things that you, have, that you have never done. Never and if you, done. And if you've done it... You've done it? You drink. You drink? But it's it. cheating for me because you guys are playing with me. I've done everything. Oh, uh, we'll, we'll find out. 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 Hold on, before we but, play that. But the audience is gonna tell the us. The co-host went to the bathroom. Benny always does that. Fucking Benny. Uh, then we were going on commercial break. No, we're not going on commercial break because no. I'm gonna let the audience ask a question. You ask a Wait, question. I didn't turn off my you mic. By the did I? What you want? Did I turn my mic off? I hit it by the table. No, we're good. Let me see. I, we're good. It's on. Okay. Yeah, it's on. We're good. So we'll let the audience ask a question. They can ask the question. Jonathan will answer, and then we'll ask another question. So, uh, the lady that's asking questions will all go first. This is my cousin. She's in the audience. Oh, Vanessa, you got one too. Vanessa has a so Vanessa will go first, then old, then Des. That's Ooh. fair. Vanessa, you go first. From Cali, fresh from Cali. Ooh, welcome it's not back. No, go ahead. It. honey, I live my life. Ask it. I want to know more about the orgy when I eat. Wait, 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 wait. Who? Excuse me. Wait, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hi, mom. Vanessa. Who's that? Uh, Vanessa, I, uh, I don't, I don't know, know her. You know, I mean, oh. skip. It's a valid question. That's a good one. A net, for, uh, I'll give you the details. Oh, you want that? No, I do. Hold on a second. I'm gonna, I'm, 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 as the host of the show, there's going to be a first. Jonathan's on the show, so Jonathan will be the host. He will be the curator because I. You have to use the bathroom. It's been two guests, and we've been drinking beer. Oh, you have to use the bathroom? Now? I. This is going to be terrible. So, do you want to answer this one? Let's go. Yes. I, I, got, do, I got you. I got you. So Jonathan, it's the Jonathan Fernandez show. You're sure you want to be right now? You're going to miss all the juicy yeah, details. Do it now. Well, I got all the Getting diagnosed with diabetes changes everything. Not just how you eat, but how you exercise, how you enjoy life, how you live. I feel like Walgreens just really gets it. From my local pharmacist, Sophia, always being so kind and encouraging, to all the expert resources and support with my meds, couldn't do it without them. When you need to talk diabetes, Walgreens is here. Start managing your diabetes at walgreens.com slash diabetes. JF show. By the time Rick gets back, we're going to have our shirt. If I don't do it, I'm going to get out of here. Get out of here. So let's trade seats to make it even better. No, honestly, we're going to trade seats. Yeah, sit right here, man. There we go. Is anybody going to go to his chair? It's still on. No. No, he is. We'll turn the mic this way. Mom? 
Okay. So. Gio, you want to sit down? Come in, Gio. So this is our challenge. We have the question over here. Oh. Before I give you the details of the orgy, oh, okay. Giovanni. No, no, wait. Earmuffs. <laughs> wait, wait, before we explain. Giovanni, Giovanni is not 12 years old. He's 21. He's 21 years old. Legal. So. Continue. <laughs> but he's like my little protege. I like saw him in diapers. So it feels a little weird. That's true. Also, his next door neighbor yes. and his family's over here. Let's go. So let's talk about let's talk about this orgy. Okay, so for my twenty fifth birthday, Ooh. my friends Anais, well my previous friend Anais, and my actual best friend Jonas decided to throw me a birthday party. My friend was a promoter at the time, so he said, um, you know, the only way I can lure people in is if we bring strippers. So Ooh. I said, amazing. He said, pick your strippers. Great. So I picked, handpicked all the strippers for my birthday. I picked all these beautiful men and women. Ooh. They were all the dancers of my party. Come the day of my birthday, nobody's there. It is ghost town. And what? Anais was supposed to be performing. So we're backstage, I'm doing Anais's birthday, Anais's makeup for my birthday. And she's like, who cares, bitch? It don't matter, we're gonna have a good time. And I was like, bitch, how the fuck we gonna have a good time when there's nobody here? It's just you, me, and the stripper. She's like, yeah, bitch, that's the good time. Hey. I didn't know what she was talking about. So I'm like, I don't want to just have a good time with you and Jonas and these strippers. I want to have a party. So fast forward, maybe 10 more people showed up. Anais was singing to an empty crowd and a ton of strippers. Ooh, sounds like my kind of party. Come the end of the night in Connecticut at that time. Ooh. This was my 25th birthday 10 years ago. Oh, thank you, Patty. Appreciate you sure you wow. need it? Uh-huh. <laughs> so, 10, it's 10 years ago. At that time, the area of Connecticut that we were all in, the parties were over at 2. So, at 1.50, Anais is like, you ready? And I'm like, bitch, not ready for what? She's like... For the party, bitch. This isn't the party. I said, well, what's the party? She said, oh, it's an after party. So tell the stripper, come with us. And I was like, okay. So I'm inviting all the strippers back to my friend Jonas's house. And my friend Jonas is a huge prude. He's very, like, nervous, Nelly. He's very anxious. So he's like, oh, uh, 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 Jonathan, uh, what's happening? She's she's, invi she's she's inviting strippers to my house. And I, I, I haven't cleaned. And he's spiraling. So I'm like, bitch, go with the fucking flow for once in your fucking life. Fuck it. It's Connecticut. He has a huge his bedroom has a huge bathroom huge ensuite bathroom with a jacuzzi in it so Anais gets in first she goes in to take a bath like the little mermaid she's swimming around naked and I'm like well okay this is lovely but we have people outside she said no the party is in here go out and get the guy that wore the purple thong and I said what do you mean she said just follow my lead just listen oh, she was like a whole domination she set the whole thing up so I'm bringing in one guy bringing in a girl bringing in everybody she's like okay you want him to do this well now you have to eat her pussy and I was like oh I don't want to do that oh. I do not want to do that I, I this is where I draw the line that's where you draw the line 
Wait. It was a stripper who came from New York and Connecticut. She had been dancing all night. I kind of drew the line. You're right. But I rolled with the punches and I did it. And I didn't really like it. And I didn't like it. You didn't like it. But so did. I looked up yeah, and I was like, and I used, it tastes like batteries. It tastes like <laughs> when you put your tongue on like a Duracell battery, like to see if it has life, it tasted like beet loss. And I was like, I don't like, I don't think I want to do this anymore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's as much as you're going to get from the org. Thank like, you. She started it. So, did I answer your question? Alright, good. Shoot them all. Don't talk. Don't right. talk. You answered it when I started talking. Okay. From the beginning of the interview, when you said, "When did you know you was gay? When did you know you were straight?" Mm-hmm. That's okay. it. I respect that. Yeah, that's it. Because it's, it's well, he's a man. He said he's a man first. Well, when we look at gay as being like a thing where it's like it's submissive or feminine you know, or less than. So, yeah. So when you said, "When did you know you were straight?" It's like I saw titties. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hold so on. I, I, I kind of get what he's saying. I want to ask John. I get no, I, but that's respectful. You made that statement. When was the first time that's you saw my mom's here? My mom care. <laughs> she sent me on TV talking about everything. When you saw people, when you saw people, when he said, oh, okay. yeah. But that's respectable because it's like, as a straight man, you always want to know how do you know you're gay because you don't understand it. So you. You don't know what that's like. Every single yeah. straight man in the world has questioned if they're here or not. I'm going to be honest. I'm, I'm going to no, say, no, say no, one no, thing no, real quick because you say your brother's gay. What people say all the time, like, or people question if it's a choice or not. Let me tell you this. Given the option, and this is going to sound crazy, it's going to sound bigoted, it's going to sound racist, it's going to sound insane. Given the option to be a minority or a majority in the womb, Nobody would ever pick to be the minority. I'm a Amen. double minority. There you go. I'm Latino, 
and I'm gay. Nobody would ever, and I'm excessively gay. There's a lot of gay men. I'm excessively gay. There's a lot of gay men who live their life like you know they, they, they you know what I'm saying, a palm on their yeah. They they live their life like that. I never lived my life like that. The minute I know I was gay, I was I was dyeing my hair crazy colors. I was like wearing tie dye. I was wearing crop tops. That my mom was like. Okay, mijo, I understand. Like, you're gay, but why does your hair have to look like a locrio? Like, why does it have to look orange? <laughs> no, no, I get it. No, no, no. For me, I, that was how I wanted no, to I've seen gay thugs before. Let me, let me I've something. seen guys yeah. that I... I, I no. see one of my best friends in college was gay, and he took me to a escuelita one night. If you don't know what that is, Google Oh, it. I know. It used to be a club on 40 dudes. We know. And I walked in, and outside the club, there was dudes in Vermont's in... North Face, mm-hmm. thick ass gold chains, taggy pants. Nickels. I don't think Tim's tells you what New York. No, Tim's. no, hard ass motherfuckers. Yeah. I walked in, living on the local was playing, and they were fighting on each other. That's a joke. And that, and that, that's I, a I'm joke. not being, I'm not, I'm not making fun of Ricky. That was just the song that actually was playing, that's and a, they were grinding on each that's other. That's a great fucking song. And when I went back home, I was like, I understand. There's dude, those dudes are scared. To be who they are. Nobody would pick.